0: A of Jedi Knights the of, of the Dark Knight. welcome back to people's history of the Old Republic episode 1.16 I think uh, we're here interviewing uh, Trev who is the uh, uh, not co-host no that's not the right word who is the proprietor of the no cartridge podcast uh network
1: of podcasts so it's not amazing making me hear it called a network a few. but i guess that's right yeah
0: i mean like i don't i don't know what else to call it like a syndicate that sounds cooler yeah we'll call it a
1: syndicate okay cool it's basically crimson Dawn of the Podcast. yeah i just i i call it i <laughs> <laughs> I Go call ahead. it just like Sorry. not being able to uh ever stop uh making podcasts. It's just it's a it's a it's a horrible medical condition that results in too much content.
0: Yes, this this is how this is how we're all going to end up with my uh Silmarillion podcast from the uh Lord of the Rings uh <laughs> legendarium. <laughs> I'm just going to be up one night like recording me talking about this like Bullshit that Tolkien didn't even want to be published. And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it for hours.
2: (laughs) What is the still really the old republic
1: of Lord of the Rings?
2: Oh, god damn it.
0: Kelsey,
1: you're right. God damn it. Yeah, no, that's that's one hundred percent correct
0: yeah uh trev uh if you are not familiar uh no cartridge uh is a video game podcast and it is a very very good video game podcast uh, despite the fact that i've been on it twice um (laughs) and trev is uh very good uh or has a very large amount of knowledge on video games generally and uh as we were discussing before the show, uh, we've played a uh, surprising amount of Star Wars video games because there are a surprising amount of Star Wars video games. So, thanks for coming on, Trev.
1: Oh yeah, no problem. Like, I, I don't know, I don't know what you and how you and Kelsey feel, but like, I feel like the surprising thing about about Star Wars, uh, particularly like in terms of video games, is that like, it it's. I guess it surprised me that there were so many because there's never really been a single Star Wars game that I would say everyone feels is like a successful star Wars game. And I was trying to think of why that is today. Um, And I think like my, my guess uh, right now is that there's no game that does the, uh, the original trilogy storyline particularly well. Um, And so as a result, uh, no one wants to, (laughs) no one wants to play any of the games that do all the other stuff. And so they think there's a bad star Wars game or there's no good star Wars games, but there's like 800 of them that are imperfect, which is, i don't know in some ways better i guess
0: (laughs) yeah um i don't i mean i don't know i guess yeah there's uh, something for everyone there and like i see people are excited because uh podcast racer is coming back to the switch um and like people are legitimately excited about it and i'm like huh all right i mean cool whatever whatever works i guess um
1: yeah people love that
0: game. i think uh yeah I I I vaguely remember playing it but yeah I think I think I remember being fun um but uh I think the liter- probably the only game the only Star Wars game I can think of that uh might be universally beloved is uh is Knights of the old republic and maybe uh X-Wing versus TIE Fighter both of those usually uh, yeah no usually one really get pretty high marks points. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> the rest of the games is just everybody complaining about stuff, um, <laughs> which is what we're here to do today because we are here to talk about the uh, checkered history of uh, Star Wars games.
1: Yeah, uh, so Luke, I kind of know your history with Star Wars games because we've talked about it on the podcast. Like you're 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 a Kotor boy, um, you're you're big time into Kotor, um, and I will confess I've not played the Kotor games. I've seen friends play them, and I have them on my list uh old friend um old friend online uh who goes by log off um in the, in the philly sports scene ha- gifted me them because he had like extra copies a long time ago and i just i just need to play both of them at some point but they're such long games and it's intimidating um but i know i know the i know the value there uh kelsey what's your what's your experience with uh with star wars games you have any
2: yeah i have a little so um I never really like had any of my own it wasn't a thing where like i sat down and like crammed through and this is like the game i did so it would always be like i'd borrow them on the friend system and i remember like i remember um very clearly the uh game boy game episode where you like fight your way through hoth which just stuck in my brain um i played a little of the i think the rogue squadron games and it's like oh This is great. I love I love X-Wings. I love fighter pilot stuff. And then like you're like shooting in the temple. Like, this is not exactly what I signed up for. That was about as far as I got. (laughs) Um the one I think I may have actually spent (laughs) the most time into would be Galactic Battlegrounds, which is the uh batshit, crazy um what if we made Age of Empires 2, but it was Star Wars? And also, you know what the important civilizations are in the galaxy? Well, there's the Empire and the Rebels, of course, but the other ones that are very important are also the Trade Federation, Naboo, and the Gungans. Um, oh, sweet! Which is everyone's just, favorite. <laughs> it's wacky. That's it's very, very strange. It's extremely two thousand one. Um, is is what that is. Um, and then, like, there have been other, like, ones, like, hopped in and out of. I have fond memories of Pod, of the racer, but also that was because, like, we were running boring errands at, like, Circuit City, and they had it set up on the computer, and I would just play that for as long as I was allowed to. <laughs> um, and so, like, it's an amazing game when compared with waiting around for someone to order a modem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I, feel that's like great. That, yeah, I feel like that's maybe some of the history of like the early Star Wars games. Like I remember friends playing the Super Nintendo games. Um those weird platformers, yes. which are like the only true yes. like attempt at doing the original trilogy in game form. Um and uh yes. they're I mean they're weird. I don't there's there's not a lot going on. Uh there. I love
0: the I love those games. They're I very do.
1: strange. Like they're they're cool, but they're, oh, they so hard and so weird
0: oh yeah they're they're weird and um i i think there's just empire the empire strikes back and the return of the jedi and empire strikes back is i i I vividly remember it being extremely extremely hard like i don't think there were any difficulty levels or anything and it was just like A couple of hits and you were done and it was it was just a a really hard platformer and then return of the jedi they scaled the difficulty down a little bit and it was
1: just like in the movie a
0: lot more fun yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly. um and the only thing i really remember about them because i mean i played them when i was geez i don't even remember how old but probably like 10 or 11 um you get to ride uh ride around on a tauntaun and shoot things on Hoth. yeah that rules really fucking cool
1: yeah (laughs) yeah no for sure i think wasn't there like wasn't there also a um wasn't there also like a star wars like a new hope game that kind of came out for the nintendo like i remember luke running around on the sand planet um and in like a yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that. Maybe I. Maybe that I, uh, I. I sort of Mandela affected that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's the great. thing is, like, there's so many. So if you're like trying to figure
2: out what's the comprehensive window on like how many <laughs> Star Wars games, and then you can like go through and like just like baseline looking at Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, just Wikipedia's list, and they sort it by what were the films for what movies, what systems were they re-released on. They, it's a staggering amount because there's always sort of been Star Wars video games out there. And my general feeling is that apart from a few titles, and I'm sure we'll get into this more, right? Like Kotar, you can tell had love and care and plot put into it. But by and large, a lot of it just feels like we're going to reskin and port a different game system to match the Star Wars universe. And then back when you would see video games in like bargain bins, it would be there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And like, I think, you know, the only game that really, uh, I was saying this beforehand, before, I think before we started recording, but maybe it was when we were recording. Um, the only game that I think I've actually like beaten fully uh that was a Star Wars game was Shadows of the Empire, which like in truth I like I was into because it was its own thing. Like it was its own story, it was its own kind of like approach to the um to to the lore. It wasn't trying to like take the IP and be like, okay, like what can we tack on here? It was like, ah, cool, let's make up a new character, like We'll, we'll delve into some of the old stuff. It'll be its own thing, and that's kind of what KOTOR does too. But there's so many more that are just like, yeah, like what if, what if it was, uh, what if it was like um, uh, a pilot, uh, like like a, a piloting sim, but Star Wars. <laughs> it's like, and what if we did that eight times? Um, it just, it, it, yeah, it feels like they're kind of like it's it, it's ringing out something from a sponge every time.
0: Oh yeah, I mean excuse me like i mean there's like the uh the the game like uh the the fighting games uh, the taras kasi game oh yeah that and i mean was like that start. is like, yeah that was just like a ridiculous attempt to like cash in on moral combat or killer instinct or you know something like that and i mean like uh, like you'll still hear people talk about like how, how shitty that game is today. Um but uh but I mean like you're 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 absolutely right because I mean for as widely praised as the franchise is, you know, I mean generally obviously everybody's gonna have their own uh but as a huge <laughs> their fan own of, complaints. I mean, yeah, to, like
1: it, it gets it gets its complaints, but I mean it's one of like the biggest f- Fandoms in existence, you'd think that there would be yeah uh, better games overall. Or yeah, more care or, even.
0: Yeah, yeah, I- exactly. Like they didn't, they didn't. Um, the whole Battlefront thing, like the EA, like really. So that screwed was a up at debacle. First. battlefront 2 yeah. yeah and i mean like now like battlefront 2 is a legit very fun uh game to play like it's not um it, it, they've they've fixed a lot of the issues in it and i mean there's still stuff you know to complain about but it, i mean it's a re- it's a really fun game but you know like for two years it was basically like you know one one debacle after another i guess
1: yeah and it's not like it i I feel like battlefront is actually like the moment that star wars really got into the like into video games because it was the first star wars game that kind of existed not in its own kind of space like you weren't you weren't judging its quality on the fact that it was a star wars game or whatever it wasn't like oh you know this is good or this is bad because like it's star wars or like it's its own weirdo thing like like the like the fighter you were talking about like Everyone admitted off the bat, OK, this is a rip off, but it's a Star Wars ripoff. So will it be good? Um, I feel like Battlefront was one of those games where it was like all of a sudden we had to we had to acknowledge that uh, Star Wars was in the mainstream of gaming because loot, loot crates were part of the uh, the problem. Right. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, that
1: uh, it was just like it was like, well, even this isn't um, immune to that at this point which was kind of refreshing in its way. Like I feel like star Wars is both to its detriment and to its um, credit or it's, I don't know, maybe it's blessing you want to say um, is that it, <laughs> um, it doesn't, it doesn't always like fall into gaming tropes. Like, you know, you think about like even the MMO that was, that was out for a while where like, I thought that would be a huge and it just didn't really work because MMOs don't really work for star wars and it was just kind of like weird and, and not quite right battlefront was the first Had, time where it was like yeah like okay this is this is a game
0: yeah has i mean like have mmos worked for anyone other than blizzard like i mean i'm not i'm not uh, a huge MMO fan no no the you're, place, you're fine yeah.
1: uh squaresoft i mean uh the the first final fantasy 14 was um was oh, a debacle, yeah, yeah, right. but they the uh 2.0 um uh, when they just like tanked the whole game and said like i mean it's very star wars what they did actually if you think about if you think about like the uh if you want to think about video games star wars uh uh um commonalities or, or crossovers i mean final fantasy what square did with final fantasy 14 where the first round everyone panned it and didn't like it and they said well okay um if you didn't like it uh i get it i totally understand uh we'll just actually pretend none of that happened and uh or or it it all happened but it was it's lore now like uh the the hero of light that existed at that time um you know no one's ever really seen them it's all it's all like it's all lore it's all out there um <laughs> it, it you know it, and and it, it, people talk about it but you know what like some some veterans still survive and they'll they'll tell you about it but no one's seen the warrior of light who was your character uh let's start this new quest <laughs> it's very star wars but uh yeah that that's become very successful, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, you know, MMOs are as much of a cash grab as as uh, mobile games in a lot of ways. Not to say they can't be done well either, in a, you know, either MMOs or mobile games. But yeah, I mean, a lot of them, you know, past your your EverQuests, your uh, your um, uh, Wow's, uh, your FF14s, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, your Elder Scrolls. Uh, there there are some that are sort of just like standard games that. You know, existence game as service, but a lot of them are uh, are hoping that you just get really into it and buy a bunch of garbage and spend your money. <laughs> yeah,
0: I yeah, I mean, we're actually uh, after we done with psihitis, um we're we're gonna start the uh, th- the the series on the MMO, and whew, that is a fuckload of content. Like, just I mean the game itself has like just so much content and then on top of that there's like 20 short stories wow. and like four novels and i'm just like okay okay you you guys you guys did it you've 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 hit the content you've hit the content <laughs> threshold so uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous but um i, mean, that but that I know you said great at the...
1: It looked amazing, and yeah. It just, oh, yeah, it never really it never really panned out. It was the one time I think I've ever like because I I would describe myself as a fan of the Star Wars movies, but not like a capital F fandom fan. Like that mm-hmm. that that kind of escapes me. I'm not as invested in it as a lot of people, but like I don't know when I saw that when I saw that game, I was like, man, this is actually like I I could maybe get into this, and and it just it just went nowhere. But it's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, it, it,
0: I mean, they're still putting out content for it. I guess they wow. literally just put out a new. Uh, they put out a new story expansion the end of last year, and then they they did like a a really like small content expansion, I think, in like
1: February. Um, man, good for them. And it's
0: just like, I mean, yeah, they just keep going. They got the free to play thing going on. Like, I don't, I don't have any idea what their stats look like or anything, but I mean, it's it's there there i mean they're still going they keep the
1: servers up but free to play their stats aren't bad that's that's sort of i mean
0: that's what i figures. yeah uh, yeah i mean that's yeah i can't i can't believe it's still going but you know what are what are you gonna do i guess eventually they'll they might want to do movies like that so i know what you're gonna do you're gonna read
1: uh you're gonna read all the content they release out of it you and kelsey will
0: Uh, Yes. Yeah. I (laughs) was just so, so excited to read, um, I, you know, whatever the, the Revan novel, it's, it's terrible, but you know, we'll, we'll get through it. You just, you just got to lean into it. Let it happen. Um, (laughs)
1: let it happen. ancient Ancient Star Wars proverb. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: so before the before we, we started uh you said uh you said you were really into uh republic commando
1: uh, yeah really like so like it, it's a bit it's a bit I, it's a bit on like um misleading because like i got really into it when i was playing it and i really enjoyed it but like i played it on deadline for something and i just played enough to understand it and i was busy and so i never went back to it but it's one of those games that actually like unlike a lot of games I do that with, or unlike a lot of Star Wars games for that matter, uh, just kind of like stuck with me. And again, like for, for the same reason shadows of the empire did, I think where it is like, it's a game that takes some of the Star Wars lore. And instead of expanding on like characters you love or whatever, it truly just like says like, okay, so like, what if there are other characters that um, you've never met and you really like, and they have their own story, but only in this game. And, that game's like a ten hour game it's um it's it's kind of like a cover shooter but like a cover shooter that is uh kind of tactic based i guess i guess you'd say like it's the the premise of it is you know you you have a demolitions guy and you have a uh uh fire like a firefight guy and like all that stuff like you have a squad basically it's squad based and you have to order around your squad and get them to do the right things to to get through your your various attack missions it's it's very similar to something like um like spec off the line if people played that. But um it's great. Like it's actually like a really fun game. It takes place uh I think in the span between the clone wars and revenge of the Sith. I I think. Um, I could be wrong. Uh but you play as uh four clone soldiers, and you're sort of like the the best of the best, and you're just like you're just kind of uh trying to do clone soldier missions. It's great, it's really fun. Like it's it's legitimately. A, a good video game and again like i think much like um you know the other the other franchise that's like this actually that, that had this this uh monkey on their back for the longest time is um marvel uh dc had good games a little earlier than marvel did but like marvel had the hardest time coming up with like a, a legitimately good game um and i feel like star wars had the same problem where like i'll say this about it in the same way that i would say it about um I don't, in the same way a lot of people said it about spider-man for instance is that like this is a legitimately good video game republic commando not just because it is star wars
0: yeah yeah and i mean i think that's uh i i think that's that's you know wh- when when you get the the better star Wars games that's what they're going for you know it's not mm-hmm. just not just good because you because because you know they slapped, as you said, a, a Star Wars skin on something. You know, like <laughs> like how Battlefront Two was when it first came out. That the new Battlefront Two, um, you know, so it wasn't just uh, just slapping a skin on something and people were playing it because it was Star Wars. It's, you know, like now it's. Um, no it's uh you know you, you get something like uh the new game fallen order which i really like yeah people really liked Did um, both of you
1: play fallen order it, or just just you luke
2: just luke uh, kelsey yeah, yeah um,
1: no,
2: I, uh, <laughs> I am a console
1: i haven't played it yet either all right no <laughs> you don't like consoles or you do
2: no i like them i just you know i think the most modern thing i have in the house is a wii so we are uh it's not gonna ancient universe over here
1: i'm sure sh- i'm <laughs> sure they're gonna release it on the way um yeah eventually
0: they'll get around to it if it's if it's like uh if it's like skyrim they'll uh, they'll put it on everything
1: <laughs> yeah no I, you know it's funny because like that's a game that i have not played yet but whenever i see it played it reminds me of games that i really like um like the soul i mean it's yeah. like, sort of like a star wars souls like um yeah it-
0: yeah it it is um it's it's weird the game is way better than it has any right to be like it's got like the ginger kid from uh the american shameless tv series um Mm -hmm. and like he's like a purposefully like annoying kid but i mean you know at the same time he also witnessed you know the genocide of his people so you know yeah um oh, is this like, and order, you know, like order
1: whatever he, kind of stuff
0: order 66 yeah right yeah. At, yeah like five years after that and like it it shouldn't be that good because i mean like yeah it's it's a, it's an easier you know slightly step down version of dark souls like even on like the grandmaster difficulty or whatever it's not as punishing i guess as um as the Souls games are. Because um, I'm not nearly as good at them. Um, they kick my ass. Um,
1: they should. That's, yeah, that's but the it's point. just...
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I don't like them because they do that. They make me feel bad, so I don't like oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, if,
1: you don't, if you don't like feeling bad, you won't like the Souls games. You have to like feeling no, bad. No,
0: I, I like, like, people are always like, you don't like them because they're hard. I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. Like, yeah. I, I do want... Like, sometimes I want a difficult experience but other times I do not want to have my ass kicked so much and then ground into dust. Like, I mean, it's fine. Like I don't like people who love those games. That's amazing. I'm glad, but like, I just,
1: (laughs) I mean, I think that's like, I, on some level again, like, I think this is, this is reminiscent of like, uh, of some sort of like star Wars uh, uh, um, controversy and that like, I feel like a lot of people and not you two, cause you do handle this kind of stuff really well in your podcast where like it, it I've never gotten the feeling from either of you that you are seeing the, uh the uh old Republic as, or the, the, yeah, the, I always forget what it's called. Like the, the, what would you call it? Old Republic or the, uh the old Republic. Yeah. 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 Um I keep, I, this is, this is truly my star Wars and any sort of, fantasy or sci-fi problem where like, I just forget what terms are. And uh, at a certain (laughs) point that can be really a big problem. Um, But, uh, but yeah, no, like you guys never approach the old Republic as if like, it is something that people should have already heard of or like, Oh, you haven't read the novels. Like, Oh, can you really call yourself a fan like that? (laughs) That's like, There are people who say that about the Star Wars novels, like the people who were Mm -hmm. like legitimately scandalized that they were getting rid of the extended universe uh, because it was like to them the the best part of it. And not because like it was their favorite, but because they they really were like, well, you've just gotten rid of the only part of Star Wars that matters like that. That kind of approach is the same as like a Souls approach where it's like, oh, you just like you don't you don't have uh, you don't have enough sense to enjoy the actual difficult uh work in this series <laughs> um whereas like really if you enjoy the difficult work and the stuff that makes you uh hit your head against the wall like i don't know like novelizations of extended universe from my three uh film series yeah. uh, that at the time did not have any hope of anymore um that's cool and i admire that but you you should not have to you should not have to only like the hard stuff in order to be part of it so i'm with you on that i think it's i think it's nice that Star Wars kind of introduced an easier souls like uh because yeah um, most souls likes just try to make themselves harder than the dark souls and that's a waste of time.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, I, you know, I, I appreciate it. Um I, you know, like I come come at it from the aspect of like I you know, I've had a lot of time and I enjoy this stuff and um you know, Kelsey Kelsey really enjoys uh Star Wars as well, and so it's just like there's no point in being like that because it's like, I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. And it means a lot to me, but like still like, you know, <laughs> KOTOR is seven, 17 years old now. And, and KOTOR two is 16 years old. Like those video games are old enough to drive a car. Like, you know, <laughs> we're still that. I mean, you know, that's what we're talking about here. And I, and I love them. As I said, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, oh, yeah. you always got to remember what you're do. You know what you're doing, and
1: yeah, <laughs> no, what, yeah, you, what you're sure.
0: going with. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, that, that totally I makes just,
2: sense. One of the things we've talked about a lot on on this podcast, and especially we dive into it more on the sort of freeformier episodes, but also sometimes even get into it in the narrative bits, is that there is so much of Star Wars and that is built up. And it's interesting to see when like old canon gets pulled into like new canon, but really like what has hmm. made the series stick and what makes it fundamentally, I think endure is that you can go back to something. that is just some real simple fundamentals. What is the Republic? We don't need to know a ton more than it's a Republic contrasted with an empire What is the Jedi? Well, they do these things and they have these cool swords. And like you have some very simple basics and (laughs) you stick to that and then you can make some pretty good stories. Um, And when you get super caught up in self-referential, interconnected universe nonsense, it really struggles. I think one of the reasons that um, KOTOR gets to stand out as a series is besides the care taken to its narrative, is it is set far enough away that everything can happen and it doesn't have any bearing on the other stuff. And you can just have the full raw universe to play with.
1: That makes sense. Like, and I yeah, think it,
0: I, oh, yeah. I, no, I was just going to say, I, I completely agree. Like once you, once you separate it by like a, you know, uh 500 or a thousand years or something like that, you know, so much can happen in that time, you know, you could you know, you go back two or three or four thousand years, and you could basically be like, Yeah, there were 60,000 Jedi and 70,000, <laughs> so, you know, like, and I mean, right. it happened four thousand years ago, you know, like four thousand years ago on this planet, there was like two, what, like one or two civilizations. Like history buffs don't, you know, don't kill me for that, but like, you're gonna, you're gonna be in so you, you know much trouble. T- no, it's like, so. No. So Egypt and China, it, it was more than two, just, you know, what, you get what I'm saying. Like 4,000 years ago, the world was a vastly different place. See, yeah, you can just go back and you could be like, yeah, this happened. And we, we can have some like motifs and, uh, and, and similar like story, uh, story beats to the movies but you know, like we don't have to talk about Luke Skywalker. We don't have to talk about Darth Vader. You know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, I think Kelsey's absolutely right. And I mean, uh, yeah, no, and I,
1: yeah. Th- th- like that totally makes sense to me. Where like, um, where like, it's it it is like a I, I don't know. Like it, I I know that a lot of people have said like, I've I've seen like the 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 current argument that. Um, what what uh the prequels actually were were a uh a, a trenchant critique of american imperialism and uh that in fact like we should understand them as a as a demystification of the uh of the uh etc and it's like yeah all right like maybe like whatever like you know do your readings it's fine i i you know i have no problem but like i feel like on some level kelsey's point about like this is what happens when you just get like too worked up in the details of um of uh canon is like why it's very hard to get past the first bit in phantom menace being like okay so like there's this trade federation and they there's like there's an embargo and congress is talking it's like yeah can i just get to like the vague stuff so we can get to the space battles like i don't really like i don't want you know (laughs) smooth Hartley for like uh for for star wars like i don't care like can we like can we can we lose the uh you know, we lose the caucuses and, and just like, kind of get to the main event.
0: Like... I mean, yeah, you're like, I, I could, you know, I completely understand like it's sometimes they, you know, they, they get too, uh, they, they get too lost in, in the, you know, Star Wars gets too lost in itself. It, it you know try it it tries to be so self so referential, um, that it ends up just looking like satire, satire, like a bad joke, you know. Like, and I mean, uh, when the you know when I watch uh the prequels and you know the things that I don't read, you know the, the the first two movies I don't I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, you know I, I try to look at it, try to be like, okay, you know, like let's look at the things that I do like about this, and I mean. You don't smart you know, way of
1: approaching it. Pe- yeah,
0: people don't have to be that way, but like, I mean, like, I'm just so tired of like shit being bad. Like, and I mean, the Star Wars fandom is fucking exhausting. Like, it, it is, and I, I know I'm part of that. Like, exhaustion, and I don't, you know, and I, and I try not to, but I mean, you know, it is what it is, and it's just like. Um, you know I'm just going to look at the things I like and I mean like can I step back and be like yes I uh, you know I think a lot of attack of the clones looks like a, a green screen mess in a lot of ways yeah I mean yes of course I can but like why like we've already done that if if you want to hear that go you know watch the plinket or you know plug videos or or uh, uh red letter media or whatever it was um I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to insult anyone. I'm just saying, you know, like that's, that's what those did. And, you know, we've been having that same argument for, you know, I don't know, whatever, just 15, however many years now. And it's just like, okay. it, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of bored of it. Um, But there's
1: a, I mean, there's a way that yeah, like, I, that is, that is exactly what, what ends up happening when people instead of like paying attention to what is coming out, keep like wanting another KOTOR or like, are just like, "Well, this is an X-wing tie fighter." or like, "Why why don't I have mm-hmm. like another game that's exactly like Jedi Knight or something like that?" Like, and I get why people ask those kinds of things. Um, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's like I who I don't I don't know, like it's not helpful. Like it's not it's not helpful to try and get the thing that you don't have right now because like you're nostalgic. Like that's just not going to no one's going to make out from that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um,
2: yeah. yeah So, Trev, at the start, you mentioned, or maybe this was when we were, like, pre-talking things, but you mentioned that there hasn't really been, like, the definitive Star Wars video game yet in the way that, like, some other franchises have finally, like, latched on and found, like, the this is the video game execution. Um, And we can talk about that, but I want to posit that maybe the definitive Star Wars games exist, and we particularly haven't played them, because my hunch Mm -hmm. is that for people who are, like, who have been growing up with video games about Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars series might have hit that exact right spot. Mm. Oh that's no that's a really I've, good
0: I, point. I, yeah, I I've I've played the Lego Star Wars game and I'm actually excited for the uh the new one to come out because I'm a giant dork. Um and I'm fine with that. Um but no, that yeah, you're you're right, Kelsey. Those those games are very fun, and I mean, honestly, they have like s- some really good jokes on the series. Um, just you know, like send ups of of everything that's going on, and like, um, the, the one that I remember is like three PO like tells R two to get out of a, a ship and R2 like beeps something and he obviously says I'm not afraid of danger like danger is my middle name and he's like your middle name isn't danger your middle name is dash and I don't know why but it just fucking kills me every time and I'm like yeah you guys did it like I can sit here and I can I can write you know 40 episodes on fucking on the fucking Kotor games and you know and they they stuck that that joke in a in a lego star or in a lego star wars
1: game you know? yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah it's it it is like it's a i don't know like it's a it's a moment like it's a the lego games are like these these strange little moments for me where i i, I feel like i'm just not in the i'm trying to think i want to say this like Feel like I'm just not in the group that would be able to understand like the point of them. Like I tried to play like the yeah. Lego Indiana Jones, and I was like, "This is cool." Um, I'm just like not gripped by it, and and like I, my friend Matt mm-hmm. has always told me that I play too many, um, I play too many, uh, like. Um, uh, how to say this uh grimdark games like too many like you know like oh like <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a dead knight and like the 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 world is cursed kind of games and i i don't think that's necessarily true i probably do play too many of them but on the other hand like i don't only enjoy them but i understand his critique because mm-hmm. like a lot of times when i play a game that it's just kind of whimsical um i'm skeptical of it like i just i just kind of am i'm like oh this yeah is is there anything here and I I think your point both Kelsey and Luke like your point about the humor and the the sort of like legitimacy of these games as Star Wars games especially because Star Wars is in so many ways like goofy and jokey and Flash Gordon-y and and like you know it's like a western sometimes and sometimes it's like a you know sometimes you have fun humor and sometimes you have J.J. Abrams humor like it is it is like <laughs> it is such a contrasting sort of thing that a goofy Lego game can 100% fit. Um, it's like odd that odd that i never really thought of that. Like I'm thinking about all the old games and, you know, the LucasArts games and, and the et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, you're right. They're they're right there and they're massively popular.
0: Well, I mean, like I've played. Uh, uh, I, I was just going to say, like, I've I've played. 've played a couple um I've, I've played a couple of the uh, the Lego games and and like I I enjoy them but like I can understand why why people might not like them like I mean especially uh, especially adults or people who are just looking for like maybe like a uh, you know like a, a different uh, a different video game experience because I mean they I mean they are obviously like you know, targeted for kids and everything like that. And I mean, mm-hmm. some things like that just don't really translate for everyone. And I mean, I think that's perfectly fine. You know, like, I don't, I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that or anything. It's just, you know, that's just how it is. Um And so they, uh you know, I, I think that, that sometimes it's like, okay, that, you know, you've got this, uh you've got this thing and like, yeah, it's like, it, it's like kids stories. And sometimes for me, it's like, I, I'm gonna play this and I'm gonna have fun with it. And then other times I'm like Yeah, I I can't I can't do this. I can't do this right now. Like I need Yeah, uh, I need something, you know, that's a little bit more uh I don't know. I don't yeah. know how to say that. Mature, I guess. That sounds weird.
2: I mean a little more that's perhaps bore, no. even original and also not like literal plastic toys animated. Um so I think yeah. Thing about the thing that sticks in my mind about why the Lego Star Wars might be like the closest to a definitive series is the format allows them to both retell the trilogies, the films, while feeling like new, that while feeling like as a commentary or a remove from it in like a very playful way. Um, in the way that like there are classic bits of films that I only know about because of how The Simpsons riffed on them, um, kind of thing. I was going to say I this is like, it... like
1: the this is like the parable of uh, of um, uh, what is that that uh, the parable of something the, the 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 Palpatine thing. Have you heard of the the yes. story of Lord or the Grievous or the yeah um,
0: the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Yeah, Darth or...
1: Plagueis the Wise. That's right. This is the. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. This is the tragedy. No, of, no, I'm
0: I'm laughing. I'm laughing at myself because ah, okay. I know it off know it off offhand. Like, no, absolutely not. I would never make fun of someone for not knowing that. This is the nonsense. tragedy.
1: <laughs> but this is the tragedy. Yeah, I mean, it is a tragedy. The, uh, That's true. That's true. Of the robot chicken Star Wars special, The Wise. Like the like that the fact that, that was yeah. so popular and like resonated with so many people, even though it was just like I mean, I haven't seen it in a million years, but I remember when it came out, people loved. Yeah. It. People were so into it, uh, and it was like, yeah, because it's like it's Star Wars, but just from a slightly different angle. And you're, it's a retelling, yeah. not a not a rehash. Um, it doesn't have to be good because yeah. it still has all the stuff you loved.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you're just like, I, I mean, yeah, Robot Chicken is is an excellent example because, like all you're doing is like you're stepping, you're taking one step back and you're saying, okay, I do. I love star Wars. However, this is absolute fucking nonsense. And like, you just, you know, you just, you tell a few, you know, like surface level jokes about it. Like, you know, like, you know, you make a joke, like, in you know, uh, you know, prequels joke about like Anakin saying, like, I hope my kids don't kiss one day, you know, like, and you're like, It's just like the jokes, like you made, like all your life with your friends or whatever when you were watching it, because you know, like it's it's so ridiculous, and it you know it was the first time a lot of people got to see that. It was before you know, like uh, you know, memes became like a really big thing, which I guess is probably the outlet for most of that now. Uh, Yeah, one hundred
1: percent. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point, and like that explains i mean it's very true that that memes are one of the ways that people are getting back into things like the prequels like the 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 reddit uh the subreddit about the the prequels is one of like the main places that 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 kind of discourse about like, Oh, maybe these are actually good. Like started up. Right. Like, this is like, this is like, uh, I I think 100%. That's like, that's like, uh, a big part of a, of a fandom. This big is like finding bits and saying like, actually here's the bit you should have been reading and this, or watching. And this is why.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I was going to ask you, uh, what game was it? I was going to ask you about, um, did you ever play the force unleashed games?
1: No, I never did. That was sort of like in, in, in my video game hiatus where I wasn't really playing much. Mm. Um, cause I didn't have, I, I was, I was, I was, I had gone full, uh, full Kelsey mode. Uh, I, just like you go full Joker mode. Um, I have, <laughs> I was, I, I was Kelsey-fied, uh, and only had old, old <laughs> systems, so old consoles, So I couldn't play it. Um, but it did look neat, like, and I I kind of liked the I, I liked all the the you know the the fun Half Lifey kind of things you could do with it, um, yeah. All the gravity effects, nothing nothing bad about that, um, yeah. But yeah, no. I, so, like, did you like the Force Unleashed games?
0: Uh, I I, I like the uh, I like the gameplay. I mean, the story was you know whatever, but. hell yeah i mean like the stuff you could do in it was fun as hell and it's like you know like one of the things that always boggles my mind is like people are like and i remember talking about it with someone after those games came out and it was like you know oh he could pull a star destroyer out of the sky you know like does that like break the star's universe or whatever because it's such like a powerful use of the force and it's like Well, I mean, maybe, but at the same time, like you have to account for the fact that this is like a, this is a video game, you know, like
1: (laughs) all that matters is that it rocks. (laughs) Like,
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like fun. And a lot of it, you know, is like the like flash button mashing stuff or whatever, back when that was like cool and not really annoying and awful, um, and then it was just like, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess it might break the universe, but I, you know, I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah. Like, like they got to make, they got to make problem. video games. <laughs> yeah. Like they, yeah, they they got to make video games. Like, and you know, it was, I said the same thing to someone before like Fall uh, fallen order came out. And I mean, like they weren't like trolling, like, uh, you know, I think uh, it was, you know, like a genuine question, like, you know, is is this how a Jedi would act? Because, I mean, you obviously go through and you like kill like a fuckload of stormtroopers or whatever, which is fun as hell. Um, <laughs> and, and, and my response to it was like, well, you know, I get where you're coming from. But um, at the same time, like, it's a video game. So, like, there has to be, like, of course I, you're going to kill...
1: Yeah, I, don't, like, I, don't, I mean like, I don't know if you ever played the uh, have you ever played the the Arkham Asylum games Yes okay so yeah. there's there's a funny element to the Arkham Asylum games where they try and keep the sort of canonical thing that Batman doesn't kill people but like effectively yeah. you will like you'll do things to these people that 100% kill them um, yeah and then they'll they'll just be on the ground dead. Um and you'll you can use yeah. your x-ray vision or whatever and it'll say like they're breathing, and then later on you can come in and, and they'll be dead, and it's like, oh the Joker must have come and killed them or something like that. Like this person's dead. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't know, you snapped their neck, like, you, like yeah you like literally like dropped like Batman... that four stories on their head, like you killed yes, this
0: guy. I- exactly. Like that thing, that always bothered me about Batman, like like for a long time and then especially after like i went to law school and i was like okay now come come the fuck on like if if you shoot somebody in the chest and put them in a coma and they die six weeks later you still get charged with fucking murder it's still (laughs) murder like i don't i don't know what to tell you like that man never went to law school seven yeah batman put seven thousand like thugs in (laughs) icu this weekend and 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 gotham's hospitals are completely full but no he he didn't kill any like he didn't kill anyone though but like (laughs) like, Like, that's
1: really but like i mean like the 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 fact that like they tried to fit that into a game mechanic too is like just like it doesn't work like everyone playing the game is like oh i killed that guy it's like when my dad used to yeah. get mad, like used to get worried about me when I was playing like Mario brothers, when I was Leo like, six mm-hmm. and I'd be like, oh, I'm killing these goombas. And he's like, let's just say we're knocking them out. Like, which seemed corny to me at the time, but I get it now. Like I would yeah. say that if Tilly was like, if my six year old was like, Oh, Hey, like uh, I'm killing these things. I'd say like, well, let's not say you're killing them. That's a little harsh. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you're killing the goombas, You're squishing them flat completely. Like, yeah. He knew he knew and I knew that, that those groups yeah. were dead.
0: Yeah, but I mean maybe maybe the thing about that is is that you know Mario Brothers or Super Mario whatever at that point, you know, like they never made an attempt to like explain that or whatever. Like right. yeah. if you're doing the Batman game and he's gonna do that, just be like they lived is that six coo- you know 16 months in traction but they look you know like what <laughs> they like, figured know?
1: it out yeah i mean yeah what well, do you think that's why the like those those early like super nintendo and nintendo games uh, star wars games sort of like exist as these like these artifacts that people still remember and kind of like kind of enjoy thinking about even though they are so like off model and off brand like why 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 is Luke killed when he touches two Jawas? Well, there's no there's no room in our um in our coding for uh for like we don't have room enough to actually explain yeah. that. So, it's just cuz that's why it happens. Like Luke can't Luke dies <laughs> Luke dies in the sandcrawler cuz he fell down like drowned in sand like a DW Griffith movie. Like sorry, that's just the way it is. Um, yeah. as opposed to something like fallen order where you actually can legitimately say like is this how a Jedi would act? Like it's video games yeah. in some ways like definitely get away with a lot i think because or older ones because they don't have the room to like uh you know yeah tie themselves with their own uh or like make their make their own news with their uh whatever
2: and we also yeah. didn't have like the expectation that like a side-scrolling platformer is going to tell a new story i mean i'm sure this has been i'm sure there's <laughs> no. uh, there's just a whole other worlds to explain right like Oh well, video games were just seen as like this like cast off thing, or they're just entertainment. There wasn't like investment into them, and then suddenly you put story into these things, and then you like connect it to universes, and you have to like deal with lore. I was trying to, I was poking around that list and seeing like what other Star Wars games did I play, and I played one of the Jedi Knight games where you're like Kyle Katarn or whatever, and going through, it's like oh, they built like a lot (laughs) into this universe to try and make it make sense, and what I mostly remember is like selecting force powers on the menu and picking a lightsaber color. Um, yep. That's right. That, that's know, that's, yeah. Um, and so just to, just to tie back a little, like that force at least was, I think the last game, Star Wars game I really recall sinking into before my various attempts to dive into uh KOTOR itself. And like, that was because I was like still living in the, uh still in college. Our friends had their consoles. We would just like play. And like, does the plot make a ton of sense? No. Is it does it feel really cool to do force powers while you've got a beer in your hand and hanging out with your buddies? Yeah, that's amazing. That's one of the coolest yeah, that, things I've had that's in a
1: video game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, funny like, like yeah, I think you're right. No, go ahead. Like
0: No, I mean like there's like this kind of recurring joke sometimes where people are like I'm going to do a blaster build in KOTOR like and people just play through without using a the lightsaber themselves for their like main character. um, And they, they just use blasters and then it's like, you know, you're like, I'm, I'm going to do a blaster build. That's, you know, it's what I'm going to do, blah, blah, blah. And then like you get to Dantooine, which is the second planet in Knights of the Old Republic where, and where you get your, your lightsaber. Um, And, and they're like, and then you get to Dantooine and you're like, well, I got this lightsaber and even though like I'm controlling this like weird uh half-assed um turn-based action thing just doing the lightsaber in that is it's like it's just so cool and I mean that's how it's supposed to feel that's yeah. that's yeah. the point like the point yeah, is to sure. feel that that you're like oh I shot force lightning at those
1: people and that felt cool it so, like yeah yeah, I mean, this is like this is like ultimately sort of like uh, this is a bit of a garden path. But also oh, the one thing before we go off of Jedi Knight, my my main claim to Star Wars fame is that my dad was uh, I think he was third choice. He he was he was basically like second or third place to play uh, Katarn, uh, Kyle Katarn as like the mocap model. Because uh, I'm
0: sorry, well. what now?
1: Yeah. He was... <laughs> so my dad's an actor. And he—I can't believe I never told you this. Uh, My dad's an actor, and um, he—he, you know, he was like mainly a commercial and theater actor uh, in those days. Like now, he does a lot of other stuff. He does um, uh, like simulations work for for big businesses. He has a regional theater stuff like that. But like in those days, Mm -hmm. he was doing a lot of auditioning, um, and his agent got him a job auditioning uh, to be the mocap model for Jedi Knight Two. Uh, when they were actually doing mocap and uh and yeah he got he got really close to getting it he almost he almost got that role he almost was the uh i think like they wanted someone blonde and he was uh he has uh dark brown uh black hair so he didn't he didn't get the job but uh it was it came down to it my dad was almost Kyle Katarn so that's uh that's my one that's... interesting Jedi Knight story That's more
0: interesting <laughs> than the plot of Jedi Knight <laughs> <laughs> That's that's insane. That that's awesome. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's is funny. You, like, I'm gonna ask a weird question here: Is, mm-hmm. is your dad like ripped? Like, I mean, maybe <laughs> they didn't have to do that back in the day, no. but like every mocap person I've ever seen now is like, f- fucking, you know, cut
1: up. I'm just he was, just he, was in, he was in okay shape. Like, he was he was yeah. in decent shape. He had like, I, I I expect they didn't have to do it back in the day as much because, like, you know, yeah, if you look yeah. at Jedi Knight, like. The mocap is much more for the movement. I mean, no one really looked that in yeah, yeah, those yeah. games. Like they just kind of look yeah. like polygons. But like, like, um, and and I mean, for probably for the voice acting too. Like the voice acting and the mm-hmm. you know the the movement everything. But like, um, yeah, no, he he wasn't ripped. I'll say that. Like he he's he was a decent shape then. I think he was still training to run a marathon at that point, and he never got to Not do as- it. But like he was running a bunch, so yeah, he was probably in good shape. Yeah. Um.
0: That's like, yeah, I totally don't, I don't even excited. know where to go from that. I'm yeah, just right. like, yeah, no, uh, you don't need to apologize. That's amazing. Like, I don't like <laughs> that. That's really cool. Like, okay. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even like Calcutta that much. That's still really cool. Um, As a character. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no so yeah no he was that was that was one of his that was one of he had two jobs that were that would have been really cool that he got really close to um he, i mean he's had a decent career uh, you know regardless which i mean if you can have any career as an mm-hmm. actor i think his his whole point is like yeah he got my mfa at rutgers there are people who you know did work there that have better have like or are, are have more famous career arcs he's like i was able to be an actor for my job like that's pretty good like i'm i'm happy that's yeah good. that's fine um, but, uh, I think one of the other things he was going to maybe do, it was that it was Jedi Knight two. And, um, he was gonna, he was like in the, I don't know if he got to top three, but he got pretty far up to, um, to, uh, getting into like, uh, hosting a travel show where he could like go around the world and host a travel show, which would have been very cool. But, uh, I, and I think he would have huh. liked it, but yeah, it did, didn't end up happening. Um, but yeah, no, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think. Like to to sort of, you know, fix my own error and get us back on track after I distracted us. Um, You know, I think the the weird thing about Star Wars games and the weird thing about, like, um, I don't know, like, thinking about, like, what the best Star Wars game is, is I think it goes back to what you and Kelsey were saying about experience and, like, the fact that these games just feel better when they're not about, like, retelling the story of Star Wars, but they're about, like, you know, feeling what Star Wars is like. And there's like there's a there's a I don't know there's a tendency in gaming to um there's a tendency to uh, in gaming to um uh, I'm trying to think of what to say like uh be very serious and like and like expand the genre or something like that right like and uh, this happens in I, I I reviewed it was the last thing I wrote uh, for, um, EGM, uh, which is a shame cause it's not because we don't have a good relationship because EGM closed and, uh, it was a good, good magazine. Um, but last thing I wrote for EGM though, the reboot of EGM was a, um, review of the VR half-life half-life Alex. And, um, it's cool. Like it's fun. Um, the thing with half-life Alex though, is like, everyone wants to say like it's the next step in gaming and like oh this changes everything and all that stuff and like it's way better if you're just like this is kind of a fun little like universal studios right i liked this i was able to use the gravity gun by like throwing my hands around like this is cool and like if you made a star wars game that was like that like the darth vader vr game is supposed to be like that like where it's like you know I, i don't know like that's that's fine to just be fun it's fine to do like a five-hour game where it's just like it was cool i got to do the force choke (laughs) and i I had a lightsaber and i moved my hands and i moved the lightsaber um yes it is like the same thing as when i was on the king kong ride but that is okay like i i feel like video games are very reluctant to do that because they they Mm -hmm. always have a chip on their shoulder and they always want to prove that they're serious as a genre um but on the other hand like you know uh, almost tragically for for this particular ip uh star wars is always better when it has a sense of itself as fun like as a sense of itself as like frivolous almost um like you know the actions like one of the best parts in uh in empire strikes back for me is um the most frivolous part which is uh cloud city like cloud city is completely uh it's it's great but like you could you could do empire strikes back without cloud city like that's you know it's not exactly the tightest filmmaking in in the world, mm-hmm. um, and, and like the fact that like Cloud City is so fun, even though it, it's that is because like, yeah, it's cool. Like, there's chases and betrayals, and like mm-hmm. that Billy D Williams is there and he looks sweet, and like it's just like it <laughs> have to be there. No, am I glad it's there? One hundred percent, yes. Um, so yeah, like it's it's I think like if when a game embraces frivolity, like um, uh, like force unleashed, like unequivocally did because every force unleashed trailer was like, Hey, look, this guy picked up a bunch of things and smashed people. with it. Like no one knew yeah. anything about the plot. Um, like so much more fun. Uh, so much more fun, so much more interesting, so much more engaging because you just get like the experience of like doing cool stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like if like, i can talk you know i can talk shit about the story in the force unleashed all day but i mean it's still cool as hell to just like throw out force lightning and like jump 20 feet in the air and like slice off the leg of an atst or what like you know i mean yeah
1: the hot sequence in uh, uh in in shadows of the empire is like still one of my favorite things to do in video games where it's like oh oh no i have to i have to like uh, I have to beat up all these ATSTs or these ATATs and ATSTs. I guess what I'll do is do the incredibly cool thing that they did in the movies and shoot out a little cord yeah. and tie their legs up. I get to actually do that. That's like that's great. It's yeah. like this is so fun. Yeah,
0: they're like This is Battlefield Two. Um, the new one had had that thing. Uh, if you're playing like Galactic Assault. And you know you're fighting off the uh, the walkers, and if you got a walker down to really low damage and you were flying the speeder, you could hook you could like shoot out your hook and try to take it down i love've never it. seen it happen i've never seen it happen in a game i've like i've seen people like videos of people doing it online but it's like incredibly rare and I almost got it like you have to wrap it around like two or three times it's and so I got fun, it to like though. two and it's a so half great. and just smashed into the ground i was like god i was so close i like called my wife in i was like look at this and she's like
1: Huh? what am i looking at here okay (laughs)
0: that's something i guess i'm like well yeah you don't have any respect
1: for the classics that was it was
0: my it was my own fault to be like hey come in here and look at this incredibly like mundane thing that it takes me like 10 minutes to explain (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like falling asleep during the explanation like, yeah, yeah, yeah i should have known my own fault
1: but yeah no it's like it, it, it's like those moments are so fun man like i it, whether or not they're well done you're just like i remember doing that and like that's why i like it so much
0: yeah yeah you're i mean you're absolutely right and like that's i mean i think that's probably the reason that uh the people you know really enjoyed the uh the pod racer game like because Mm, it's like you know when people were kids or whenever they saw uh the phantom menace like the pod racing thing is you know it's like this cool little thing that you uh you know that that's exciting and kids doing all this stuff and then you're like okay now i you know now i get to go do that and you know that's fun as hell and i mean like it wasn't my thing but i can definitely see how like people um oh yeah uh, you know People who enjoyed that would, you know, really be into it. Yeah, eat like, it up. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like when they when they focus on the things, they get the things right that are like oddly specific to Star Wars. Like you know, the pod racers are you know they they look dumb. They look like, you know giant twin jet engines and like a little guy riding a chariot behind it. But uh, you know, but that's that's Star Wars. You know, it's a it's a little green Muppet pulling a pulling a spaceship out of a bog with his mind you know like you got you got to lean into the like fantastical parts of it i guess
1: yeah like if you're if you're if you're at a place where that like is gonna make you like tear up the like the yoda pulling it out of the of the the bog on which like i'm sure the next time i watch empire strikes back i will like get a little misty eyed there because like Mm -hmm. that's just how your brain works when you get to a certain age like anything you recognize makes you like oh i remember this like yeah i'm not i i am so old like i i recall when i saw this um like that but if that makes you misty eyes if that has an effect on you interrogating it and saying like well why do i care about this this is like a tiny little muppet um it's not gonna work (laughs) like it's just you're never gonna get there and so like actually interrogating this stuff and being like you know not that not that it can't be serious to you and not that you can't like actually mm-hmm. do readings of it I'm, I'm certainly not saying that and i never would but like interrogating and being like what is the what is the actual like um socioeconomic connotations of like the naboo it's like at a certain point you have to be like listen it's kind of a goofy movie like just it's a little it's a little bit goofy <laughs> just just trust <laughs> me on that like it's a little weird and,
0: I mean, like, we've we talked the, about it on here before. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Kelsey. Sorry.
2: Oh, I was, I was just going to shitpost. Um, also, the Naboo are all PMC anyway.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. They are. They don't yeah, even say not the
0: Gungans. Not the Gungans, though. They're, uh, I mean, they really are, I guess, like a oppressed minority class. In the movie, actually, but yeah,
1: Gungans uh, are sand people, right? Like, I never want to call them sand people because I know that's the thing that Luke calls them, but like, it feels racist.
0: Oh, it, I mean, like, I it's definitely sort of racist. I think they're, I think the technical, like, not for us, but I mean, like, in universe or whatever, I think the technical name is like Tuskins. Oh, you know, Tuscan Raiders,
1: um, that's right. Yeah,
0: or, or t- yeah, I think it's like Tuscan Raiders. Um, but a like. Great-
1: there's a great uh, uh, "hold steady" line. I don't know if you listen to the "hold steady" at all, but there's a yeah. Th- there's a really good "hold steady" line <laughs> there where he says, "Like I got, I got in trouble uh, hanging out with some guys that look like Tuscan Raiders." Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. such a good line.
0: I always, yeah. Whenever "hold steady" comes up, I always make the same joke. Everything I know about the Catholic Church, I learned from "hold steady" music. So
1: uh... <laughs> I like. We, we were. <laughs> We were watching uh, that show, Little Fires Everywhere, because you got to watch whatever shows are out in quarantine because it's it's so boring. Um, and You want something to talk about, Uh, but that takes place. It's not about show. It takes place in uh, in um, in Shaker Heights. And every time I heard the name Shaker Mm -hmm. Heights, I just thought of there's a whole study line that's like we met some shakers out in Shaker Heights. And I just like yeah. I, I I said to Kristen, I was like, "There's a whole steady light about this." Just like, All right, <laughs> that's great. I, yeah, I, I like.
0: There's very like little music that my wife would be like, "This indie bullshit, like that you're playing." Please turn it off. But like the whole steady, she's like, "I can't stand that guy's voice." I'm like, "All right, well, you know, that's that's fine. I'll uh, I, I'll move on." yeah i'll move on i'll move on to something else but so yeah i uh i understand that like when when like they had a song about uh ybor city which is a, a yeah. suburb or a neighborhood in tampa um i was like yeah i get lost in Ebor city once she's like i hate this band i'm <laughs> like what <laughs> come on now i literally did i got lost driving in ybor city she's like you just got that from the song i'm like the song's about drugs i just got lost i
1: like i like the whole study because the um the whole like the whole element of of their songwriting is very similar i think to like it 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 probably speaks to some to anyone who has like been part of a fandom that is like a weird sort of like niche fandom because like a lot of their lyrics are just like um kind of like loose uh strange cr- connections of like um uh, oh here's a thing i thought of and here's a here's another thing that i've been thinking of and like uh um th- that's like the ebor city thing is is perfect for that cuz he just like it's it's at the beginning of a song as i recall where he just goes he just goes hold steady ebor city <laughs> and so that's all what, yeah, like whenever yeah. i see ebor city i'm just like that's for y'all like, i'll like i lean over to my to my uh, to my movie partner, and say like they're talking about ebor City, like yeah. you know, it's, yeah, very, very that's, good stuff. That's ebor City. That's ebor City. And she,
0: <laughs> yeah, and she she rolls she rolls her eyes so hard they just like stick in the back of <laughs> her.
1: Just like exactly right. Yes. You know, um, the, the no, no I, I, The I, universe is a hell of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like on some level maybe, and, and this is, this is a little rude of me. Like I, so two, two things. Like I think the, I think the two um, elements that confound me most in star Wars is that like, I do feel an attachment to it. On the other hand, I think the new trilogy is not for me. Like I, I feel like it's for a particular kind of fan or it's for new fans um and so like any problems i have with it or if i'm like you know like i i liked the i liked the first movie when i saw it and then upon thinking about it i was like wait that was just a new hope again like yeah Yeah. but that's okay like it's not for me um that's like a taste thing and like i think at any point when you're critiquing star wars on of anything but taste um you are Mm -hmm. setting yourself up for a fall um on the other hand like I think the other thing about like star Wars is like maybe the thing that still grabs me about it. Like I still want to, I still want to claim ownership of it. And like the one thing I think that still grabs me about it is the video games because they exist in this weird, unfulfilled world, which is how Mm -hmm. I grew up with star Wars after the, the, the prequels where it's like, uh, that didn't solve anything for me. Like, I don't feel better about the star Wars movies and (laughs) wow, we're never going to get a new one. Like that's, that's like, that makes a lot of sense to me. And so like, you know, weird kind of like often, you know, inexpensively produced budget games that don't yeah. quite land. Like it just, it just kind of works for me.
2: Well, I think one of the yeah, things it, I, really... I mean, go ahead. Sure. So one of the things I think that really, like we see um, that the expanding universe did well at its best. There's a lot that I like think, I think it was obviously, like, a smart business decision for Disney to, like, just drop. Uh, It turns out that 30 years of um, licensed fan fiction is uh, incompatible with what they wanted to do. So I get why they dropped it. But one of the things it does super well, and, like, the stories I think of, right, is when I would be, like – I would, like, pick up, like, a young adult book um, in the library when I was, like, 10 – Or whatever. And it'd be like, oh, well, here's a Star Wars story. I know enough about the universe that it can be whatever. And, like, there is so much in the setting beyond the central, like, Skywalker thing that you can tell some really interesting stories. And even when they, like, branched out or they tied back in, there was stuff there. Like, I get the impulse to read Rogue Squadron and then say, oh, we should absolutely make a video game about an X-Wing pilot doing basically like the like wrap-up missions in the in the war against the empire that sounds awesome and like the games are whatever they are but like i get the impulse to say like this is a neat part of story i want to explore or to just throw other stuff in there or say like well sure blasters and ships of the same kind and lightsabers and force powers. All of this is out there. And let's just basically stumble across as many Moss Isleys as we can find. And then that's your game.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. right. And like, you just basically get like a number of like, you get a lot of people who aren't interested and then you get a ton of like geeks who are, who are like, and I, I say this lovingly, because certainly I'm going to reveal my own knowledge of this, You get a bunch of geeks who are like, yeah, actually, I totally know what uh, a wings are now guys. Like I, I learned there's a new kind of wig and it's called an a wing and it looks like a Cadillac. And then all your friends go like, Oh, cool. And then you play like a highly pixelated version of it. Like, it's it's just like, it's like, that's all, that's what it gets. But like, that's not for a big audience uh, in the same way that the new star Wars movies are. And like, I don't. I I think like based on like if you like it or not. There's and and even I gotta say like I don't think there's a lot of critical meat on the bone of Star Wars games. Like I don't think there's a lot we can say. Maybe Fallen Order. I haven't played it. I c- I can't say for sure. But like I don't think there's a ton to say about these games. Um, other than they can sometimes be fun and they sometimes can't be. Not that like our conversation is is trying to do that and failed. But like, I think if you're trying to do like philosophy about the Star Wars games, you're going to run up against some problems. Uh, but like,
0: I haven't, I have yet to run up against problems.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Kotor maybe. Nah. Kotor is trying to do something. Well, I, you, you at least get, you at least get the sort of Elder Scrollsy kind of discourse. Um, but yeah, no, like, I think, I think, like, well, it's okay if it's just your taste. You can like complicated things or not complicated things. That's fine. Um, but ultimately, it's like. The kind of thing I like is just like the niche thing it's it's mm-hmm. fun,
0: yeah, I mean, like the you know the thing about it is is that when you when you talk about or you know when you when you look at anything in Star Wars and you know you're going to take a critical eye to it you know to me that is fine and in a lot of ways i think it's it's fun and and i really enjoy doing it but the thing you know that you always have to realize is that um like these stories were originally meant as you know like these very basic good versus evil morality tale parable type things and um, in some ways, they're kids' stories, and in some ways, they're they're really not trying to be. Um, and sometimes they they meld those two really well, like with you know, like the Ewoks and uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, where uh, Lucas is stand in for like the Viet Cong, so he's telling like a very obviously uh, adult and mature um, allegorical tale there, but you know, using like these cute things that are obviously. Um, designed to sell toys. And I mean, he's, you know, he admitted that everybody's admitted that, but at the same time, he's still using that to, they're still using that to tell this, you know, like this interesting thing and make this interesting point about, you know, like how uh, the U S was, was wrong in Vietnam and how the U S is the empire. So like, you know, you, 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 you get that kind of stuff, but you always have to remember that, you're talking about you know like this this thing you know that started out as like you know a ripoff of a bunch of kurosawa and flash kurosawa films and flash gordon you know comic strips and that to me as long as you remember that and you remember that you know (laughs) what you're talking about is like uh I mean, it it means a lot to you. And I mean, to me, it means a lot. Um, And I think to most fans on some level it does, but um, you know, as long as you remember that, you know, it's really just, I mean, at at the base, it's really just a movie and they're movies that I love and they mean a lot to me. And, you know, I, you know, hope to be able to share them with my daughter one day and she, you know, hopefully really, really love them. But at the same time, like, you know, I know what, this is, you know, that that's, that's kind of how I try to look at it because if you don't, you just like, lo- you just lose yourself in the perspective and you're like, you know, we come at it and you're like, Oh, well, Vader didn't, you know, Vader didn't deserve that redemption. You're like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. He did a lot of terrible shit. A lot of war crimes killed a lot of people. I mean, you know, it was like Mecca, Hitler of the galaxy for a little while. Uh, but at the same time, he, you know, like he's obviously been forgiven or, you know, redeemed or whatever by like this weird god entity and you just have to roll with it. You know, that that was baked into Star Wars before I was born. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. You know, yeah, it's it's like. In Return of the Jedi. So it's like, I mean, would would it be very interesting for them to do something where they're like this person has to like attain redemption, you know, like would that have been interesting with like Kylo Ren to Ben Solo or whatever? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be interesting and there's a way that you could make it really good, but at the same time, like it's been this way since 1983. I mm-hmm. don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, like there's a difference in critique and just getting mad at stuff that you, you know, like, <laughs> what why the hell are you are you mad at you know at that at that thing i guess i don't mm-hmm. know no yeah yeah for sure it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me um well kelsey did you did you have any other questions um or the only you know, thing anything like that
2: i wanted to to loop back on and who knows um is so Trev, you have not seen um the you haven't the last Star Wars movie you saw in theaters was um like Force Awakens or was it solo? Uh
1: well it's solo, but if you if, if we're talking like main uh, yeah. plot, it's Force Awakens, yes.
2: Okay. So do you know then, um and I'm assuming being here you're just super happy with spoilers, um the Oh yeah, only... no it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. About yeah, it. I figured. So these are the opening of uh Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> references an event that uh-huh. takes, that took place in fortnite <laughs> and i just wanted to see how that had, had if you had cool. absorbed
1: <laughs> uh no i didn't i didn't hear about that What uh, the, is it is it the destruction of uh of what the that town uh no of uh yeah of, of the gulch of like drinky gulch or whatever
0: yeah it so like it, it yeah it was it wasn't the same thing. Like I don't know if you have seen the, like Travis Scott thing that they did, where like yeah, they had like the him, concert doing like, a concert, or whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like that. It it was like in the the little milling around area before you start. I forget what that's called. Um, yeah, the
1: the yeah, the, like basically just, like the the lobby, effectively.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it and it was in there, and like it's supposed to be like. Palpatine, you know, coming back and he's talking to the galaxy and, like, yeah, Kelsey's right. It, um... <laughs> yeah, they just they stuck it in Fortnite.
1: I don't... I yeah. don't get... Like, I don't really get what... I don't get what the marketing campaign was for Rise of... Uh, for Rise of Skywalker. Like, it... You could... Like, there was, like, sp- stuff on planes, I guess? Like, there was, like... All the tie-ins mm-hmm. made no sense, especially for, like, it felt like the campaign for a 90s movie that had no, <laughs> no budget as opposed to, like, a movie literally you could put anything out for and people would go see it. Like, it's not... There's yeah. there's no risk of putting out the ninth Star Wars movie. Like, you're gonna get your money back. No one's going... You're not gonna get a loss. I mean, any sort of, like, Chud yeah. who's like, oh, you see what happens when you, when you cave to SJWs. We make sure that Solo doesn't make... 70 billion dollars and it's like that's so low yeah. man like you could put out the vagina monologues and call it uh you know um star wars <laughs> nine and it would sell just as much as any other star wars movie yeah
0: it, i so like i mean i i think that i think the thing with the rise of skywalker is that like when they fired colin trevor from it like <sighs> Ron Johnson couldn't come back and do another movie and they were having a lot of trouble like finding any kind of director on short notice. So they were like, okay, we're going to go with Abrams because he did the first one and it made a lot, you know, the first new one and it made a lot of money. And like, I'm not a huge JJ Abrams fan. I wasn't for this movie came out, but it's like, okay, you know, like it, I, I understand the reasoning there because like they, sure. I mean, for him to be able to finish the script on time, they still had to use like 20 or 30% of, of Trevor's script to, to do that. And it's like, I get, so like, I get those decisions. Cause I think they were basically just like, yeah, we're going to try. And um,
1: so why, th- why um, did they fire Trevor? what's the whole deal with that? I
0: have no idea. Okay. I, I have no idea. Like it was like the, the, the whole script le- leaked his, I think it was going to be called, star wars 9 the duel duel of the fates um Uh and it it leaked and there's nothing in it that like when i look at it i'm like yeah that's inherently problematic or like a reason you would you know fire him i didn't think trevor was a great director in the first place but there's nothing in the script where i'm just like oh yeah that yeah i I can see why that happened so like
2: Hmm.
0: i guess it was like some internal stuff you know like i don't yeah sure i don't know
2: you know, like that happened is the book of Henry came out. Um, and that's why they dropped. (laughs) What is the book of Henry? The book of Henry is, um, a, so I haven't seen it. So this is obviously, but the, the arc of book of Henry is a super brilliant kid raised by, with a a younger sibling raised by a single mom. Uh, figures out some horrible crime that is happening, writes down a whole plan of what you must do to stop it, and then surprise dies of cancer or something, and then the mom goes on this cool revenge plot plotted out by this,
1: like, dead eight-year-old. Okay, so you're saying that that Trevorrow movie is a bad idea. Least, I, yeah,
2: it turns out to be an utter disaster, and was like a ton of creative control. It was like his blank check <laughs> movie. Um, it sounds rad. It <laughs> what a good it idea! Cost ten million. It had a budget of ten million, and it made four point six. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, That's so right? once you do that, you're like, why don't we advertise the new movie on Fortnite? <laughs> And also, keep your plot detail tied into the Fortnite
1: bit of it. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like the Travis Scott concert's a better idea. Um, But, you know, your mileage mileage may vary, I I guess. Hopefully Epic got the money as well. Not that I care that much about Epic, actually. So hopefully someone (laughs) who deserved it got enough money somewhere. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean I guess that's I guess Angled that's as fitting a place as any I guess that's a fitting place <laughs> as fitting a place as any end We uh, we, uh, we gotta we gotta find a better note than that. Let me let me look at the uh, the Star Wars video games.
1: Alright, well wait, let me let me ask you guys a question. Like uh uh favorites, favorite video games. Or, I'm For, sorry, uh, favorite video uh, games.
0: That's a big question.
1: Favorite Star Wars video games.
0: Um I mean I think mine mine are pretty easy. I think it's uh um Kotor Kotor two and then uh the original Kotor and then probably Fallen Order. Okay. For me. Um yeah.
2: And so I think Yeah. Yeah, so I'll go, go ahead, with though. um I think actually Force Unleashed stands out because it was just like ridiculous fun. It wasn't like And I wasn't Mm -hmm. super invested in a narrative that I didn't need to be. I just needed to like throw shit at shit and that was fun. But the one that like has stuck in the back of my mind is like, this is the game I should play. And if I played it would probably be the thing I would have spent this entire episode talking about is Star Wars Empire at War, (laughs) which is a 2006 RTS that features you are either the rebels or the Empire Doing a big cat and mouse through the galaxy with a Death Star, um, which I've turned nothing oh, cool. but amazing things, and seems like exactly targeted to like the part of my brain that responds to anything. Um, but I haven't played it yet, so that's like a we'll get to that eventually.
1: Where where, where is it available? Is it on Steam?
2: I think it's on Steam now. Yeah, it's uh, from. Petroglyph and it had its own thing, and then Steam brought it back, so it's there. I'll poke around when I'm not playing on a cobbled together
1: 2012 laptop. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right, cool. No, that but that's great. Like, I think, I think if I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and come up with one that is my favorite that we haven't talked about. Although I don't think I'm going to be successful. I would say. Hmm, favorite star wars game that we haven't talked about well you know what i'll tell you my favorite my favorite thing that got me into like my favorite star wars video game synergy was uh playing the n64 star wars the shadows of the empire game and then also that was the first place i heard about ig88 and also yeah. he's the boss and that's also the um that's also the the time that everyone was discussing or everyone was trying to play um, uh, Star Wars card game and a collectible card oh. game, I never could figure that out. I was big into overpower but I, I never got the Barvel collectible card game but I never figured out Star Wars but I had an IG88 card and I loved it. I I just, I just absolutely loved IG88 for some reason, which is like a, a, a ultimately a ridiculous thing to enjoy but it's fine i uh, i just i just got really into i g eighty eight because of the video games
0: i mean that's cool i yeah, 88 no, perfect, uh,
1: per- perfect synergy moment
0: yeah ig g eighty eight in uh in um in the old legends continuity uh had um integrated his software with the death star two and was going to take it over before oh. it was destroyed so like i g eighty eight you know like he that's was gonna shit. um yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of super weapons, but I'd, I'd rather, I guess, I'd rather have them in the hands of IG88 than uh, than Palpatine. So, I mean, you know, oh, I guess, lesser two cool. evils or whatever.
1: That's that's very strange. I I, I wonder when was that ri- when was that canon conceived? Oh, like
0: I, right I no after idea. Jedi, or
1: like, is this more of a? No, uh,
0: very... I, I think it was. It, it sounds like one of those like early 90s things. It feels yeah, like I know, for uh, sure. Yeah, that, that that you know something like Kevin J. Anderson did um who who I oh, love, yeah, you know classic, here in this classic, podcast. We obviously, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh wait, what do you say yeah, about Kevin J. I mean, Anderson?
0: Like he, yeah. I was just going to say I, I I love Kevin J. Anderson, but yeah, it, you know, seems like seems like something that he, you know, that he would do. <laughs>
1: I love it. This is something this is something new that I learned today. So I'm I, I feel like this podcast has been an utter success for me.
0: Well, I mean, I'm glad we uh I'm glad Thanks we could do that me for you.
1: Yeah, I know. I appreciate that very much. Um yeah. That's that's all I got. That's all I got to say, I think about that. I'm not I'm not I, I, I had a moment, I had a, an experience where a guest uh, showed himself out of my podcast and I would never replicate that for you. So this is me saying, I don't have anything where else to say about IG-88. Oh, uh, a guest said like, well, that's enough for me. Um going to go now. <laughs> it's awful. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That oh, was my. Terrible guest. Okay, I hate, I'm sorry. I hated that guest. Yeah, Jason Rohrer, uh, uh, indie game guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he came on the show because um, Donald Borenstein, if you if you know Donald, uh, they uh, they said they hated his game on one of the bonus uh, bits of, of my uh, of my show. And someone told Roar and uh, Roar actually subscribed to the Patreon to hear it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I was like, well, if you're going to like if you're going to be that way about it, like, do you want to just come on the show? and uh it was like oh sure and uh and just was a terrible guest like just just the worst so like yeah he showed himself out so i would never say like well that's all for me goodbye um i was just mainly (laughs) so i just very clearly wanted to say i'm not saying that i'm saying i have no nothing more to say about ig88 other than that would have been cool (laughs) if he was the death star
0: yeah um so i i i agree um and that sounds like a terrible guest (laughs) um but uh i did look up to see when uh where that ig88 story came from and it was a short story by kevin j anderson in
1: 1996 i love it i love it i like those (laughs) just called it
0: like
2: "Mm."
1: he don't miss please just miss once um yeah no like it i love i love stories like that like especially short stories or like um (laughs) <laughs> or like the uh, the the kind of like uh, one shot comics or something like that that are basically like oh we'll kind of make like oh it's like it's like um there's an Alan Moore green Lantern story where he creates a uh, it, it's the Green Lantern core which is basically like what if we did the mm-hmm. Twilight Zone but it's the Green Lantern so like it's just a bunch of green Lantern stories that aren't totally connected just like people you've never met before um, and he has a couple and one of them is about it's called mogo doesn't socialize. And uh, they're trying to meet Mogo, this Green Lantern. And they're like, he's on this planet. And he apparently is very strange, but I never met him. And then at the end, it zooms out. And the planet has like a tree belt around it that is a Green Lantern. So it's actually the planet is the Green Lantern. Um, I feel like that is like the kind of character that if you introduce it to DC Comics, completely screws up anything that is going on as far as a power dynamic. But like in that period of time, you could kind of do it if you were jokey enough about it. Like you could do that with yeah. IG88 if you're like, oh, and then IG88 died because they blew up the Death Star. <laughs>
0: like, it's pretty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Write, write what you write. Write what makes you happy, and then you know,
2: <laughs>
1: let the others <laughs> get let
0: go. You get let go.
1: That's right. And then yeah. sometimes
0: you get hired to uh, write ten additional Dune books for uh, Frank Herbert's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frank Herbert's fail sons who can't write good Dune books. <laughs> now that's, a good I, haven't, I haven't, those are the worst. Yeah,
0: I haven't read.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I've never read them, but like I have, I have no intention of ever trying.
2: I had a teacher recommend one. to There's I lost esteem for a person so fast as I was reading that book. Um, there are masks. <laughs> this is a, a fun Alan Moore Star Wars thing where, speaking of throwing gears in the canon and continuity, Alan Moore wrote the oldest, the story set furthest back in all of Star Wars continuity. Oh, nice. um, so, if you want to want a trip, literal, look up yeah. Tlotny Throws a Shape. Uh, it's just a wacky time.
1: Is it? Is it still yeah. considered canon, or was it was it Disney? No, oh, It was uh... no, it was from like nineteen eighty three or eighty.
0: Okay. no, not eighty three, like eighty five or eighty seven, something. Okay, like that. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those back when like Marvel started doing Star Wars comics, and you know there wasn't any oversight. And they were like, yeah, here Alan Moore, and he just you know
1: have like, have a blast. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean
0: yeah that's i mean that's alan moore i mean what did you expect right
1: yeah no, that's true It's a good point He's not <laughs> gonna take it so seriously
0: <laughs> no exactly i mean why why would he but uh but trev i unless unless there's anything else uh, we really no? appreciate we yeah. really appreciated you coming on the show um, oh thanks so much can thanks you know, tell me. us about your uh well, thank you uh you want to tell us uh do your plugs or whatever oh
1: yeah sure uh well you can find most everything i do these days uh at no cartridge um you can just look up no cartridge on um on any podcast app you use uh that's usually where you can find it and i'm pretty sure it's everywhere at this point um if it's not let me know um i'm Hegelbon at on twitter h-e-g-e-l-b-o-n and my dms are open so you can always just like shoot me a line if like for whatever reason like pod track or pod bay or whatever doesn't have it um but yeah no it's uh uh, we basically talk about video games on there i interview people um we also have like an anime rewatch thing going on which has been pretty fun um i have like a news show that i update when i can um yeah it's like uh, generally leftist but uh we cover a lot of different games and a lot of different perspectives uh we just had one uh, come out with uh, Jocelyn Monahan, who is a friend of mine who uh, works at, um, works at riot. Um, but this one wasn't about riot. This was about uh, her uh, guild in final fantasy 14 that puts on uh, plays that are written specifically and like, and like hosts events and stuff. It's, it's wild. It's like a scene unlike anything I've ever heard. So like, Stuff like that is some of my favorite stuff. So like, if you go want to check out the most, not the most recent episode, but one of the most recent main episodes is uh, is that. And I might be a good good entry point.
2: Awesome, Dawson's great. And that's that's nice. me. I'm,
1: oh, I have a Patreon too. It's patreon.com slash no cartridge. So if you want even more, uh, that's where you'd go.
0: Oh. Well, All right. Well, thank you.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> We're so good at this. We're so
1: good at this. No,
0: me and Kelsey me yes. and kelsey just started uh, started to wrap it up at the exact same time um, amazing
1: amazing
0: that's just uh it's
2: just
1: how that's just roll. what you
0: get it's
2: the professionalism um well thank you all for listening to this episode exactly. of a people's history of the old republic you can find us on all of your favorite podcasting apps or let us know if we are not there you can email us questions at photorpodcast at gmail dot com you can message us with all sorts of things you want to hear while we are doing a break from narrative. Um and yeah, I'm at Atherton KD on Twitter.
0: And I'm at LucasAmazing on Twitter. Thank you again, and may the force be with you.